Republicans. CBS's Adam Brewster. It came after a nearly six-week walkout by House Democrats who opposed the bill. The bill bans drive-through and 24-hour voting and gives more powers to poll watchers. How much food do you throw out? CBS's Lise Preston. A new one-poll survey found the average American wastes about $1,500 on food they will never eat. That's about a fifth of your grocery bill every time you shop. We weren't buying quite as much overall last month. The Commerce Department says consumer spending was down 0.3% in July. S&P futures up 11. This is CBS News. This is Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. Treat yourself to an all-new season of E.T. starting Monday, September 13th. Go to etonline.com for where to watch. You're always up for some fun with the family. So you order the essentials, a new board game, some baking supplies, and even a new projector for outdoor movie night. And with the Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, you can choose to earn 3% cash back on online shopping, which could increase to up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member. Rewards which you can put toward an extra treat that everyone will enjoy, like an old-fashioned popcorn machine. Visit bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding and apply now. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation. Are you a true crime super fan? Join award-winning 48 Hours correspondent Aaron Moriarty on the My Life of Crime podcast. Name the 2021 Digiday Best Podcast. Each episode pulls you straight into the investigations, including a New York City after-party gone horribly wrong, a cold-blooded teen killer looking for a retrial, and more. Season 3 coming this fall. Follow My Life of Crime on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Months after she announced she was a member of the LGBTQ community, a Dance Moms alum will make TV history. JoJo Siwa announced she's been cast on season 30 of Dancing with the Stars. She'll be the first female contestant to be paired with a female dancer. It's going to be the best ever. I can't wait to just dance every single week. I can't wait to meet my partner. Oh my gosh, there's so many things I'm so excited for. The 18-year-old is only one of two contestants announced so far. Olympic gold medal gymnast Suni Lee will also compete for the Mirrorball Trophy. Monica Ricks, CBS News. A farmer in New South Wales, Australia, couldn't go to his aunt's funeral because of a COVID lockdown 270 miles away in Brisbane. So he found an alternative way to send love and condolences. Ben Jackson assembled dozens of pregnant sheep in the shape of a heart. He took a picture from above using a drone and sent it along. He says he started experimenting with sheep shaping during the pandemic. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Are you a true crime super fan? Join award-winning 48 Hours correspondent Aaron Moriarty on the My Life of Crime podcast. Name the 2021 Digiday Best podcast. Each episode pulls you straight into the investigations, including a New York City after-party gone horribly wrong, a cold-blooded teen killer looking for a retrial, and more. Season 3 coming this fall. Follow My Life of Crime on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code SKY, S-K-Y, for this amazing special. Hi, I'm Kim. And this is Ruth. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth Show. Well, it's, really not it's not the Kim and Ruth Show. show. It's really... 
Tune in to Make It Happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10.06. And we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics and all aspects of healthy living. But we know that you're the real expert in your health, so let us help you make it happen. Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. Horizon offers business fiber solutions to keep you working, whether in the office or remote. When your network needs top speeds, the utmost reliability and security, you can rely on Horizon Business Fiber, your local internet, ethernet, and cloud-based voice provider, expanding connectivity across the Midwest. For a better fiber broadband solution, backed by 24-7 locally monitored network support, visit horizonconnects.com radio. That's horizonconnects.com slash radio. It's been tough talking to my doctor about constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. I finally laid all my symptoms out there and how they keep coming back. She said I may have irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. We agreed it's time to try something different. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Visit a doctor in person or online. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Abby and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or, during times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's Care from the Heart, please call 1-800-994-7077. Fairhope Hospice. We celebrate life. I'm John. You may know me as a commercial lender, but I'm also a craftsman and a dog dad. At Park National Bank, we're more than our job titles, and you're more than an account number. You get personal attention and direct access to a caring, compassionate banker who respects and responds to your needs and goals. Find John or a banker near you at parknationalbank.com. Park National Bank, where you mean more. Member FDIC, parknationalbank.com. At Ohio Health, we'd like to remind you that the health issues you faced before the pandemic haven't just gone away. That cancer screening you needed, well, you still need it. Your bad knee's not going to replace itself. And when life as you know it stopped, your medical needs didn't. It's time to take back your health safely. And just like always, Ohio Health is here to help you do it. Visit OhioHealth.com to find out more. Have you heard of Project Rise? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project Rise will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. I-N-E-P-T, Inept Tech, 2468. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw. 
visiting with Coach Art Turf, the head football coach at Inept Tech. And, Coach, we recently uh, discussed your coaching staff on the field, your offensive and defensive coordinators and your various uh, coaches. And, of course, we all know it takes more than coaches on the field. To, well, that's to right. Make a... You know, we got to have uh, them folks behind the scenes that helps you run a successful program. You know, folks like trainers and, and team doctors and uh, secretaries and, uh, and the fellers what uh, puts out all the stats and all that stuff. And we really blessed here at NAP Tech for having a real fine program behind the scenes. We got folks helping us out like you wouldn't believe. These people don't get a lot of publicity during the season, so uh, why don't we uh, discuss uh, some of their duties? Well, why don't we? You know, it, it, I think it'd be a real fine tribute to our program if we did. Like, for example, our trainer. You know, uh, nobody ever notices until he does a lousy job, and, and uh, he does a real fine job. Fellow name of uh, Scrape Simpson. You know, Scrape uh, is a real fine trainer uh, unless you uh, need something besides a Band-Aid. You know, he's, he's real fine when it comes to Band-Aids. And uh, Scrape's a good old boy, though. He went to NF Tech, class of 62, 63, somewhere around in there. So he's a good old boy. And uh, he goes hand-in-hand hand with our team doctor, Hypo Hannigan. You know, Hypo is a... He's a kind of an unusual fella, you know, uh, and, and uh, rather large fella. In fact, sometimes we call him Hippo Hannigan. You know, he weighs about 347 pounds. And, and you got to wonder about a boy that uh, don't carry nothing but pills around that little black bag. But we're real fortunate to have a fella like Hypo backing us up and taking care of all of our little hurts and uh, taking care of us uh, whenever we need something. I'll be back with Coach Turf in just a moment. And the Coach Arthur Show brought to you by the month of August. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with We're the head coach of the Fighting Oysters. Uh, coach, and I know in the office here you, you have a lot of help. Well, that's right. There ain't no nobody in the office what gives me more support than my good old secretary, Legs LaRue. You know, Legs uh, gives me more than just uh, the kind of support that you need by filing papers and, and doing the typing. Of course, you don't hear her doing too much typing because we don't have no typewriter over there. But I know that if we had a typewriter, she'd be a fine typist. And, of course, let's not leave out our fine sports information director, our SID, Sid Penman. You know, Sid's the one responsible for not getting us all this publicity. You mentioned publicity, Coach, and, of course, that's why we're doing these shows. And... I want to talk about your conference. You are a member of a conference. Well, that's you? right. You know, we have been members of a conference for quite some time now, and it's uh, real interesting how that story got started because uh, we, we were once upon a time what you call your independent. Your independence uh, is a school of what isn't in a conference. No and, conference affiliation. What? No, it, you're just not in a conference, no. and, and that's what you call your independent. And, and me and uh, five other boys, what was independence, uh, got together. We took it upon ourselves. We was going to form our own conference. We decided we was going to call it the Pigskin Athletic Conference, the PAC. And seeing how there was six of us in it, we just shortened that to six-pack. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. My oh my, that fog was a surprise to me this morning. I just wasn't expecting it. 
It was significant. And it is. That's right. Uh, remember, use your headlights. And by all means, remember to turn them back off once you get parked. It's a Friday, folks. TGIF and all that sort of thing. Scott, for three or four days, we've meant to... Uh, play a, a tune and, and <laughs> yes and uh I, I think rather than waiting and doing it at the end we'll we'll do it now but um folks we've 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 recently discovered a list uh and of course you know if you're in the radio business you have all sorts of resources to musical information and things like that we we subscribe to many of them and others we have to pay for but um, this is a list of, as of um, a few months ago, what they consider the top 100 tunes ever, okay, um, particularly on the radio. And uh, so we played uh, Chubby Checkers, The Twist, oh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. We played uh, Smooth by Santana, um in between that period, and today we're going to play what they call the number three tune of this list. Simply Mac the Knife. Oh, the shark bait has such teeth there, and it shows them pearly white. Just a jackknife. Has old Maggie Heap, babe And it keeps it uh, out of sight You know when that shark bites With his teeth, babe Scarlet billows start to spread Fancy gloves, though Where's old Maggie Heap, babe So there's never Never a trace of red Now sidewalk uh-huh. Ooh, sunny morning uh-huh. Lies a body Just oozing life And someone sneaking Round a corner Could that someone Be Mac the knife There's a tugboat down by the river, don't you know? Where a cement bag just drooping on down. Oh, that cement is just—it's there for the weight to dare. Five will get you ten old Mackies back in town. Now you hear about Louis Miller? He disappeared, babe. After drawing out. Rash. Hey, hey. Yes, you 
back in town. I said, Jenny Diver, whoa, Suki Tawdry, look out to Miss Lottie Lania and old Lucy Brown. Yes, that life boy's on the right, babe, not that Maggie's back in Unforgettable, Bobby Darren. And uh, 1959, that was. Interesting, I'm not going to, maybe I'll get to this later, but uh, the next tune in the, we jumped from 1959 to 2015. Think of it. What a big jump for the number four tune of all time. We'll tease you with that and just let you think of it. Good morning, it's a Friday, folks, and it's uh, August 27th. Um, there, you know, when we look at the National Day calendar, there's only two things listed. And frankly, I don't understand either one of them. So, Scott, I, I'll need your help. All right, we'll see what we can do. The first one they mentioned is... The, it, that it is National Just Because Day. Just because. Just because it means that you can celebrate by doing whatever you want just because. <laughs> and that's uh, pretty much how it's worded here, too. Well, um, then this next thing, I don't, I don't even know how to say it, National Pots day cream, pots de, what is it? I think you were on it there. Pots de cream day. Yeah. Yep. What is that? Well, let me let me do this first. I got a. I have a little teaser for you. Are you ready for one? I'm not sure. Tom. All right, on Friday. All okay. right. You know the word stressed. Let's see how you do with this. Stressed. Right. Oh, well, I, okay. I'm listening. You're on it. All right. Spell it in reverse, and what do you get? Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> D-E-S. Dessert. Desserts. Yeah. Oh, plural. Yes. Of yeah. Um, People use that. They say when they're stressed, they just flip it around. And have, oh, a, I, have a dessert. <laughs> I get it. You got it? Yeah. Okay. Well, Pots de Cream Day sets the table with a delicious custard dessert. Huh. It dates back to the 17th century. Its name means pot of custard or pot of cream, which also, <clears throat> excuse me, refers to the baking dish. While a pots de creme traditionally bakes in small pots with lids, they may also be baked in other small porcelain dishes. On the spectrum of custards, pots de creme is a loose custard. It should not be set mm. when baking completes. Okay. Well, <clears throat> um, so uh, one of the reasons I don't know on. much about um, this this 
type of dessert is it was never one of my favorites. Uh, but uh, certainly, I'm in a minority out there. Uh, but my mom used to make um, oh, rice pudding, um, different puddings, and, and um, these sort of things, right? Custards. Yeah. They, they just never particularly appealed to me. Now, she made many things that did, but that particular grouping. Not that one. Not that one. Yeah. Anyway, it is uh, National Pots de Cream Day. Yeah, it, it's made with eggs, uh, egg yolks, obviously cream or milk, and either chocolate or vanilla for flavoring. Baked in porcelain cups at a lower temperature. It's the texture that yeah, and, that, that's and the way were, I, and they were typically cold, served yes, cold. Yeah, yeah. They you, you bake these with a water bath, mm-hmm. and it helps uh, the bake the custard bake more even. But uh, I, I'm that way with a few foods about the texture. Okay, An example: shrimp. Really? Yeah. Raw shrimp. Oh, raw shrimp. Yeah. Well, let me think about that. Uh-uh. I was like, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't think I've ever eaten raw shrimp. Or, you know, shrimp cocktail. You mean boiled shrimp? Yeah. Okay. Like um, shrimp cocktail. I, I can eat it if it's like doused in the sauce. Yeah, yeah. But as far, I don't know what it is about that. Just, I can't get, can't get past that. You know, I'm a fan of that. Yeah, with you being the the longshoreman that you <laughs> not, were, not a longshoreman back in the day. <laughs> I did work on a lobster boat. Yeah, um, I just I c- can't get past that. I don't know why. Now, if it's cooked or baked or deep uh, deep fried, deep fried, yeah, I can do that a little easier. What about in a, uh, a heated casserole of some kind? The whole piece of shrimp without the tail. Can you deal with that? Oh boy, I don't know. I, it would be in my head. Like you know? um, a sh- uh, a shrimp scampi, or um, I kind of doubt it. Okay. Yeah, I I may have to pass on that too. But it's just you know well, how you I'll get, take get, your share. Then. You can have it. Okay. I'll pick it out and throw it your way. But uh, you know how you have that that thought or that uh, that sense in your mind that you don't like something because of the texture you know and you see it in a dish and you're like look at it and go i don't know about that that's what i do if i see it in another dish okay give me another example oh boy um i don't know if i have another one to give you right that's now. all right we'll think about shrimp it. is is the first one that always comes to mind like you and custard well let's see what do we have what did we just say the rice pudding Coconut, that's another one. I don't know why, but just like... The flavor? I love the flavor of coconut and the smell of it. But like if it's in a cake or it's something like that... Just crunchy strands? Yeah. I don't I, like I, yeah, I, I, It's the texture. Okay. Yeah, so that's, well, that's another one. If it's in a cake or something like that, I'm not a big fan of coconut and cake, you know, like I th- I think I'll make you a large dish of shrimp with coconut. I figured that was coming. Yeah. Okay. And it'll, um, it'll go right back to you, probably. 
Okay. <laughs> Let's update um, the statistics. I know <coughs> I <coughs> I hope you don't mind this information that we try to provide we try to provide uh, on a regular basis. And of course I'm referring to the COVID thing. Now, as I understand it, this is bring it local for a minute. Um, yesterday, I, well, first of all, because I'm a grandpa, right? And um, a number of my grandchildren attend the Athens School District. Um, somehow or other, my phone number was added to the list of of uh, people that they call using a machine or a, a service to notify you if class is going to be late or buses are different or school's been canceled because there's too much snow on the ground, all that sort of thing. Yeah. Yesterday, I believe I received five calls. That's highly unusual. Normally you get one, and it's very early in the morning. It and might be the night before as well. And these are all like recorded robocalls, something like that? It is the voice of Tom Gibbs, our superintendent. And he's reading um, this recorded message that goes out to everybody in the system. So all the parents... You're a grandparent that often picks kids up from school, that sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Authorized parent, grandparent, yeah. guardian. And I, I think probably anybody could call the office and say, would you please add my name to this list? And I don't know what questions they'd ask, but chances are that could occur. But the point is, what a day. Um, I got five, I think, five calls yesterday. That's really weird. And each one of them was to update us on this transportation system because evidently, um, you know, the school has plenty of drivers, but some of them have been exposed to someone that... Um, either tested positive or something like that. And so they must be extra careful being part of the school system. And that means they have to, what's the word, when you take yourself out of... The quarantine. Yeah, quarantine. Quarantine yourself for a certain period of time. Well then, Yesterday, that kind of grew several times, evidently, to the point that, finally, I think the last call came in rather late last night, and it said, we're, we're not going to have school on tomorrow. We just don't have enough drivers. Or Monday. And then they, they went on to add, or Monday, too, just like Scott said. So, now were these five different messages? Five times my phone rang throughout the day yep. at different times. Yeah, and, and it was a different message. There's a female m- female 
that says um, the following message, press 1 to put on hold or do nothing and go and you'll hear it. I don't know. Something like that. So uh, then you listen. Good morning. This is Tom Gibbs, superintendent of Athens High School. Okay, so many of this, many of us that have had kids in the system or grandkids have gotten one of those calls. And you know, I'm only speaking of Athens School District. I'm sure Albany or Alexander has the same thing. Yeah, sure. And Trimble and yep. Nelsonville yep. and so on. They do. Okay. Uh, but to receive, well, maybe maybe it was four different calls yesterday, but it is, I swear it was five. Um, that's highly unusual. And each one was an update to this problem they're having with getting all the kids to school, the bus drivers. And... You know, they they need to be absolutely sure that those folks are not exposing the kids to COVID. Right. And so many of these drivers that are not there have been exposed themselves, so they're in quarantine. That doesn't mean they have it, but they're waiting to make sure they don't, right? Yes. <clears throat> oh, well, so, <clears throat> so anyway... Yeah, well... That's a side story, but you've heard about it most of the morning if you've been listening to either of our stations. Yeah, you can't be too careful anymore. Um, you know, I heard a uh, news report on CBS, if we get back to this, about a third of the all COVID cases in the state of Tennessee are children now. Well, you know, first of all, you expect that to increase. And I, what I mean is the ratio. Because adults have been allowed to, you know, at different age periods, encouraged to get their vaccines. Mm-hmm. While the young people, they've waited till last, the youngest. So, of course, I mean, you, you follow where I'm going there? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's do today's Which left them more vulnerable to it. And, you know, they're... Let's see, have they finally said everybody? I can't remember. Everybody. May be vaccinated. All ages. Um, I I don't think so. I can't remember. I'm not 100% on that either, but I I don't think so. Um, Did you have something else to add about the Athens situation? Athens City school situation. I don't know. Before we talked about, before I mentioned about Tennessee, oh. about the bus drivers and being well, I was cautious. Just, I was just going to do the uh, statistics. What do you have? Okay. No, that was it. I, I thought you had another thought on oh. on that about the calls, updates, and everything else. I've been saying, of course, we if we get something else here at 970 or Power 105 regarding that situation, of course, we'll keep our listeners posted uh, come oh, yeah. Monday morning. You know, well, one of those things is, how do I want to put this? Uh, first of all, we love having you folks listen. We hope we entertain and inform you. 
but you also do need to keep listening to, um, you know, the stations of your choice uh, to get up to date, more instant notification. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of different things happening in the neighborhoods, in our communities. That's our job. Yes, All I, right. I just received uh, some information from an extremely reliable source uh, that vaccinations are for only age 12 and up. Yeah. Well, that was my last recollection. But, okay. Um, when are they going to deal with, you know, what's the status? Google that. What's that? Um when might we have a vaccine for those under 12? Something like that. Okay. okay. When will vaccine be available for under 12? Something like that. Okay. There, uh, the answer here uh, to the question there, is there a COVID, COVID vaccine for kids under 12? No, they have not been authorized or approved. Emergency use authorization for younger children is expected in the fall or winter, but several steps need to be taken first, including the completion of clinical trials. Okay. So fall or winter. Um, I think this is the ninth time I've said, let's do the stats. Okay. Want to go for 10? Sure. Um, <laughs> Athens. <laughs> You know, we got 65,000 people who live in our county. Uh, there were 44 new cases reported yesterday. All uh, One more thing. Everything is as of 2 p.m. the day before. So if you hear me on a Friday, it's as of 2 p.m. Thursday. It just seems to be the way it's all set up. The state of Ohio updates their website at 2 p.m. each day. Um, well, anyway, let's go on. So, in uh, Athens County, we had 44 new cases yesterday. We have had a total now of 5,591 cases. When you match that against our population, that is 8.56%. So 8.5% of the county uh, has had it. Um, as I understand it, there's 218 people in the hospital in our county. We've had 5,250 that have recovered. So 93, no, it's 94% of those that have had it have already recovered. Vaccinations. Um... 
the information on this is a little odd, but anyway, I believe when I I believe what I'm telling you is 44 and a half percent of our Athens County population has had at least one shot or one vaccine. I mean, um, and then you wait three weeks and then you have your next one, right? But I believe the figure I'm giving you is that 29,073 people in our county have had at least the first shot. Um, The death number, 60. And it's been that way for, I'm going to say, two weeks. There's been no change in that. Now the state of Ohio. Let's see here. I believe yesterday at 2 p.m. they announced that in that previous 24 hours there had been 5,385 new cases. Bringing the state's count total to... One million, one hundred and ninety-seven thousand eight hundred and sixty-three cases since it began. That's ten and a quarter percent of our state's pop. Now, active right now, we have seventy-five thousand one hundred and two, which is six percent of our state's population. Now, of those 75,000, I believe 8,751 are in the hospital in an ICU. And so on. But recovered so far, we have 1,117,376. So... That's 93.28%. So a little over 93% have now fully recovered. Vaccinations. 51.54% of our state population has had at least one vaccine. Um, Remember, Athens was 44.5%, but the state, 51.54%. State's doing better than we are. Okay, two more areas, the United States and then the world. I'm sorry this is taking so long. Um, in the United States, yesterday, um, if, if my data's right, 
we had uh, the discovery of 8,226 new cases. That can't be right. Let me, wait a minute. Let me just check one thing right here in front of me. Let's just forget that figure. I think it's an error. I think there's a digit missing. But we do have a total number of cases so far of 39,336,842 in the United States. So 11.8% have or have had COVID. Nationwide, 166 million, and I can go on with that number, have been vaccinated, at least, uh, in fact, in this case, I think it's fully vaccinated. What does that represent? 49.9%. Keep it up. Deaths nationwide, uh, see, new deaths yesterday were uh, in the nation again. I think it was over 1,000 yesterday for the first time in a a long time. Uh, I think it was 1,183. Bringing the total deaths in our nation. To 651,911. Now, statistically, that's 1.6% of those that caught it in the United States have passed. 1.6%. Right now in the nation, we have <coughs> just shy. <coughs> Excuse me. I was covering my mouth, by the way. Um, as of yesterday, we have um, just shy of 8 million active cases. We also have 30,728,854 that have recovered. I think in the interest of time, I'll skip the world, or do you think I really should do it? Uh, We can pass on it today, as you said, in the interest of time. Okay. If you want to get to something else. Oh, what the hell. Did I say that? Uh, Yes, you did. What the heck is what I meant to say. And uh, so the world statistics, I'll do these uh, fairly quickly. So, number of cases thus far, 215.5 million cases. Now, remember, there's 7.8 billion people living in our, na- in, our, uh, in our world. But 215 
million have um, had it. And that's basically 2.7% of our world's population. Um, 15.8% of our world's population is now fully vaccinated. 15.8. The death rate? For, uh, let me just say, um, no, I'll, I'll do it right here. Okay. Four million, four hundred and eighty-seven thousand have died. Uh, there were ten thousand new deaths yesterday. Ten thousand six forty-five to be exact. Active cases right now. 18,326,253. And then the good news, the number of recoveds, 192,610,874. Okay. We did it. You did it. Uh... Krakatoa, remember that volcano that we all read about? West of Java, well, what? Indonesia, I think. Um, it was on this date in 1883 that it erupts with a force of one, th- this 1,300 megatron, megatons. Whew. I'm not saying this very well. Krakatoa erupted in 1883 on this date. 1,300 megatons, and in doing so, killed approximately 40,000 people. Uh, let's, let's do some birthdays. Um, Nice-looking lady here. Uh, is her 74th birthday. Her name, Barbara Bach. Um, but she doesn't... I, I, I don't know anything about her by name or looks. I think she, if I'm not mistaken, was an actress. Okay. Um, I think at one time she was married to Ringo Starr, too. Let me take a look here. B-A-C-H. Yeah, the American actress and model best known for her role as the Bond girl... Anya Amasova in The Spy Who Loved Me. Oh, I think I she, do know it. She is married to English musician and Beatles drummer Ringo Starr. Huh. Well, today's her birthday, 74 years old. Okay, the next three, of course, are, uh, are not living. Uh, one guy here, and he if I had to judge him by his picture, I'd say he was a gangster. Ed Gein, G-E-I-N. He lived from 1906, was born on this date in 1906, died in 1984. G-E-I-N. Uh, what was the first spelling, first name? Ed. Was he a bad guy? Ed Gein. Yeah, I'd say he was. Okay. Edward Theodore Gein, also known as the Butcher of Plainfield uh. or the Plainfield Ghoul. 
was an American convicted murderer and body snatcher. Why do they even have those people listed? Yeah, I don't know. You know? Okay, the next one. Donald Bradman. It's just me, though. Donald Bradman was born on this date in 1908, and he died in 2001. Donald Bradman. Athletic? Yes, nicknamed The Don, was an Australian international cricketer. Ah. Widely known as the greatest batsman of all time. This last one we don't need to look up. It is that of Lyndon B. Johnson, LBJ, who, of course, was a president. And uh, he was born on this date in 1908, died in 1973. A couple famous deaths here. Haile Selassie. Born in 1892, died on this date in 1975. Uh, Was the emperor of Ethiopia from 1930 to 1974. Prior to his coronation, he had been the regent plenipotentiary of Ethiopia from 1916. Lord Mountbatten. Um... Born in 1900, died on this date in 1979. He was the Admiral of the Fleet, Louis Francis Albert Victor Nicholas Mountbatten. Can we get one more in there? I'm sure. (laughs) The first Earl Mountbatten of Burma was a member of the British Royal Family, Royal Navy officer and statesman, a maternal uncle of Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh, and second cousin once removed of Queen Elizabeth II. Um, it's not really important. I just think you might find it of interest. We're really changing topics here. We have... Uh, Uh, Folks, if I say the word streaming, I think most of you know what that means. Um, But I'll try to define it. Using other devices than your regular radio. You can listen to audio, audio streams on different devices, like your telephone. Um, okay, so uh, the company that we are associated with to provide our audio streams to help us with that, um, just, so, um, I'm looking at these charts now. We have 3,485 listeners in the United States right this moment. I'm sorry, using a stream. Yeah. We have... Streaming only, not listening to the radio itself. 3,485. Well, 84 now. Um, 
this is amazing, 950 from other countries. Hello to all around the world listening in right now. Now, they also can tell us what they're listening on. For example, 1,764 are listening on their desktop computers. Well, their computer, okay? Uh, 751 are using an Android, so that would be a telephone. 1,150 of them are using iOS, so that would be Apple, right? Yeah. 422 are using, um, like, Alexa. I think that's an Amazon project um, thing. Um, well, anyway, they go into all these details. Fascinating. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And these are just using streams. Nothing else. All right. Um, Good stuff. That That's always interesting to me to know or realize that people are listening worldwide. You know, we're on the air. Where they are. I mean, they could be listening to a zillion other stations. Flights resumed today in Kabul. A day after, uh, there were two separate but almost simultaneous suicide attacks, which, um, so that means that What's the term? Um, a native person of Afghanistan. The citizens? Uh, had uh, had put on suicide um, explosives. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. And then tried to join in crowds that were trying to get on these planes detonated themselves of course they died but so did others 13 US soldiers were among those lives lost I've had conflicting information about how many other people lost their lives in other words, civilians. The last I heard was 95. Okay. Civilians. What did you have? Less than that. So I'll go with your 95. Okay. That was uh, this morning on the national news. So. ISIS-K apparently claiming responsibility for that. Um, <clears throat> what a mess. What a disaster. I, I don't know if it's even appropriate what I had planned to do here, and that is uh, play another tune from this top uh, 100 of all time. But um, oh. I guess why not? And you, you need to officially christen the show. 
Okay. Maybe this tune is appropriate. Yaba. Yaba. Dude. We'll see you on Monday. Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WHH This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The death toll has jumped in yesterday's suicide bombings in Kabul. It now stands at 170 and includes at least 13 U.S. service members. The attacks haven't stopped evacuation flights from getting off the ground. The White House says 12,000 people have left in the past day. But Pentagon correspondent Cammy McCormick says some countries have ended their missions. More U.S. allies have ended their evacuations or plan to do so today, Britain and France among them. But the U.S. military is carrying on, promising not to turn off the spigot, as the chief of the U.S. Central Command said, but now more holding sites are reaching capacity. Ramstein Air Base in Germany may reach that threshold today, which would require evacuees to now go to bases in Spain or Italy. ISIS claimed responsibility for yesterday's bombings. President Biden vows to retaliate, but says he is not planning to extend Tuesday's deadline for withdrawal. The White House says it's disappointed with a Supreme Court ruling in favor of landlords who haven't been paid during the pandemic. CBS's We Judge